Welcome to Stoppage Time with Ian Joy and my man, John Buckets Imer, a.k.a. the Blonde Bombshell to all of you out there on social media, a.k.a. to me, the Unicorn. You know why? It's very rare to find someone like John Bucketsheimer who is winning profit every single match day when it comes to our show, Stoppage Time. How are you doing, Buckets? Ian, I'm doing well. We are still yet to have a losing day since you gave me the nickname, the Blonde Bombshell. So, Blonde Bombshell it is, baby. Yeah, speak for yourself here, because I went from 5-0 and all, all the way back to the 2-3 and three this weekend. Welcome along, everybody. It's episode number, believe it or not, Buckets. 89 of stoppage time a huge shout out to our partners points bet for putting up with us for 89 episodes we appreciate you we appreciate the team behind the scenes buckets for everything that they do thank you points bet we love you we do love you and i think we should take a moment to recap the last 88 episodes together ian really take some time to sit on this make this a long kind of spiritual show together you know and let's move on with the show buckets i had a fantastic weekend this weekend i went to chicago and um, I forgot how amazing Chicago is. A huge shout out to everybody in Chicago who took a moment to come over and say what's up to me. And my good friend, I went to visit my former teammate, Will Johnson. We hung out. We spent time in downtown Chicago. I don't know if you spent much time in Chicago buckets, but it is a huge, huge sports town. I went to watch the Chicago Cubs play baseball on the Saturday while soccer games were going on. Stupid idea of me, but I enjoyed the baseball game. But I'll tell you something, Buckets. Chicago might be one of the most popular cities for sports I have ever seen. Yeah? you Well, to be fair, in your, in your defense here, you've never been to Fort Wayne, Indiana before. So, you you know, hard to say that when you haven't experienced true, true Division 8 baseball or whatever, yet, or whatever we have here. Well, I live around the New York City area, so I know uh, craziness when I see it. And uh, Chicago's a crazy city, but it's a beautiful city, and I enjoyed it. So thank you to Chicago for having me this weekend. Huge shout-out to my boy, Will Johnson, former teammate of mine from Real Salt Lake, uh, crushing it in the business world after soccer, and uh, what a great guy he is. Buckets, how was your weekend? What you got up to? Not a bad weekend. I watched a bunch of soccer, and that was pretty much it. It was the return of the Bundesliga, so I told myself this weekend is strictly for Bundesliga action, Ian, and I had a pretty damn good time doing it. Hey, listen, this is a rapid recap show to everybody out there because I don't want to keep our points bet crew behind the scenes behind. I know they've got a very busy day ahead of them. So we're going to try and get this one in under 30 minutes. So Buckets, let's move on with our recap of the betting weekend. It's been absolutely wild. I thought we would go through our betting plays and then we'll very quickly go through our predictions for the Bundesliga. Are you happy with that? Let's do it. Let's begin with our best bet from Friday's game. It was Nottingham Forest against Sheffield United. John Bucket Timer. What were you on for that game? And tell us how you did. I was on a really goofy one for this bet because I really had no idea what was going to happen. I thought Forrest would win, but I wasn't confident. I thought there'd be a lot of corners, but I wasn't confident. So I said, screw it. We're going for cards, baby. I was on Sheffield United over two and a half yellow cards, and it did hit at minus 105 over on points bet. But I'm pretty sure it was something close to the 85th minute before we actually got that. And a good reminder to everyone here, if you're betting cards, if a player on the bench or a coach gets a card, it does not count toward your bet. The Sheffield United coach or manager got a yellow card and not everybody tweeting me and saying, we did it. That's the third card bucket. Let's go. No, 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 no. Has to be an active player on the pitch. We still got it, but just good to know. Lovely bet buckets. I said it on the show. It was absolutely fabulous to see you going with a bet like this. It's a wager that most people just simply don't know is there. And you picked it out and you hit it. 
beautifully. So, and I must admit, right, the coaches don't count here. So I'm learning something new. So just confirm that again. So if you see four yellow cards like we did see in that game yep. for your team, of course, uh, Crystal Palace, uh, Sheffield United, whatever fucking team they were called, <laughs> um, they uh, got a coach's uh, yellow card as well. That does not count. It must be a player who's out there on the field or on the bench, right? Correct. That does not count. And same if you bet a red card in the match and the coach gets a red card. Again, it does not count towards your bet. So good to know. Wow. I never knew that. That is wild and also yet pretty cool. Do you know what's pretty cool, Buckets? What's that? Ian Joy going 6 and all in the Premier League. <laughs> it happened on Friday. 6 and all. The good streak continued for myself going through Friday's game. Nottingham Forest against Sheffield United. My bet was Nottingham Forest over one and a half team total goals in the game. It was in plus numbers. It was plus 105 on points bet. Kaching. I cashed that ticket as well, but buckets, I left it way late. It was Chris Wood who scored the winning goal in the 89th minute to cash this ticket. Also to pick up all three points for Nottingham Forest. It was a beautiful beautiful cash my boy buckets we were off to a flying start on friday that we were and this is a good reminder to people as well wait until the game is over before you start tweeting saying i knew that nottingham forest wouldn't do x i knew sheffield would in the 80th minute it looked like we were going to lose both bets by the 89th we had cashed two tickets to start off the day Ian. let's move on to our premier league best bet for the weekend's games and there were some delicious games to place a wager on where did you go, Buckets, for your best play this weekend, and how did you get on? I went to that match between Manchester City and Newcastle, and I had so much faith in Newcastle, maybe not to win, but at least to get a goal, and it really looked like Newcastle barely touched the ball in that game. Manchester City went up 1-0 early and then just held on to possession and made that some of the most boring soccer I've watched in a very, very long time. But Pep and City got the job done, and I did not hit my bet there. I was on both teams to score in this game. No dice. Seven shots from Newcastle away from home against Manchester City. One shot on target, Buckets. Unfortunate there. I was also unfortunate with my best bet for this weekend. I was on the Liverpool against Bournemouth game. It was an earlier kickoff. I had Liverpool total second half goals to be over one and a half. They did get a goal in the second half to make it three goals to one. Um, but my bet at plus 100 missed because Liverpool decided that this was going to be a good time to pick up a red card. 60 minutes into the game, 30 minutes left to go. Couldn't believe it. Red card to Alexis McAllister. It was very unfortunate red card as well. I don't know. I think it is a red card, but I, I don't know if I would give it if I was the referee. Video review obviously makes it look worse than what it was, but it didn't help my bet. Liverpool, of course, scored that third goal, the one goal in the second half after the red card. And I thought, oh my God, they're going to get it. They were playing attractive football going forward. They just couldn't pull it off buckets, but it was... Uh, it was not a bad wager to place, and um, unfortunately, the winning streak was over. 6-0 <laughs> and o to that point is still pretty damn impressive. And again, without even knowing it, people, or you knowing it, Ian, you're helping people here. Because I saw tickets where people said, I couldn't really do that second half bet, so I just took Liverpool over two and a half team total. Thank you, IPJ and the Blonde Bombshell. So well done. It was amazing the amount of people that were reaching out this weekend uh, with the information we provided, not only about the Premier League, but also about the Bundesliga, which yes. we'll discuss our predictions later on. The amount of people who have been cashing tickets about the information, that's how to do it, folks out there. Listen, feel free to tell me and John Bucketsheimer, who is named Bucketsheimer because he makes buckets loads of cash for our loyal listeners out there. Uh, but feel free to make your own bet with the information we provide. The information we provide you is probably enough information to make a thousand different bets on any match day, whether it be 
in Europe or whether it be in the English Premier League, which is also in Europe, by the way, but also we're <laughs> focused heavily on the Premier League in England because a lot of you out there are dancing in delight with a lot of our amazing content around the betting show. Stoppage time for the English Premier League. We're on match day two. Buckets, I asked you to come to a parlay party with me this weekend. You came, but did you dance? I came to the parlay party and I was alone for the entire night of the parlay party. Nobody wanted to dance with Buckets on this one because I said Aston Villa Moneyline, which did hit. So we all celebrated that a little bit. But I, for some reason, Ian, and I'm still mad at myself for this, I trusted Chelsea. I trusted Chelsea to get the job done and parlayed their money line with Aston Villa. And if you did not watch that game, do not go back and watch it and save yourself some money and probably stop betting on Chelsea altogether. They looked rough and I think they'll eventually get their form together. But right now, Ian, that killed the parlay party and killed a little bit of me in the process. Uh, that's unfortunate, John Bucketheimer. Caicedo made his debut, also gave away a penalty, if I'm not mistaken, in the yep. game. Uh, he also had a rough goal when he was on the field. So 115, 20 million, whatever it was, um, didn't get Chelsea far in their first game, first <laughs> appearance, and a very bad defeat for them as well. Um, I went to the parlay party, Buckets. I saw you strike out, and um, the Joy Boy struck gold once again <laughs> to make it 7-1 and one to start the English Premier League. I hit the same game parlay. I had Liverpool Moneyline parlay together with over two and a half total goals in the game. I have Mohamed Salah anytime goal scorer. It was plus 115 on points bet. John Bucketheimer, this one was a very nice hit for me. I was excited watching Liverpool play. They went a goal down very early on, and I was okay because I'm looking for the over as well. So if they go down a goal and they still win the game, the money line hits, the over hits, and I'm just hoping that Mohamed Salah gets on the score sheet buckets. He was. Liverpool won, and I hit my over. Seven and one I moved to for the English Premier League. Not bad. Not bad at all. That's a perfect transition into my best player bet because I took the easy version of your bet and just went with Mohamed, or Mohamed, Mohamed, there we go, Salah. Mohamed Salah! Mohamed Salah, anytime goal scorer, which was at minus 130, a little bit of juice there, but I had no problem putting that juice down. He took the penalty kick, he missed the penalty kick, got the rebound and scored for both of us there. But for that two seconds, I was all kinds of emotions. I was angry, I was sad, I was happy. It was beautiful in the end. We cashed that Mohamed Salah, anytime goal scorer to move me to two and two on the weekend. Buckets, still pretty good though. And we're still in profit for our show. But unfortunately, my good run came to a bit of an end right there because I did turn to Sunday's game and I was looking at that Aston Villa game. Oh my word, it was driving me crazy. Aston Villa were minus 150 on the money line. I guess Everton plus 425 on the money line. My best player bet for the weekend was Ollie Watkins to have two or more shots on target in this game. Ollie Watkins had one shot in this game. It was later on in the second half. He missed the target. So one shot off target, desperately disappointing. It's under his quota, but Ollie Watkins still had a fantastic game. And he was applauded as he went out of the field where I was desperately disappointed because I was hoping he would stay on for the full 90 minutes in this game and hit two shots on target because Aston Villa looks saucy as hell. But... Even though they got the 4-0 win against Everton, I missed my Ollie Watkins bet. He had a cracking game, almost a man-of-the-match performance, won a penalty kick, obviously creating opportunities. He is having a fantastic season, but unfortunately, I missed the best player bet this weekend. It was plus 120 on points bet buckets. Nice win for Aston Villa. Nice win for Aston Villa. It was a big win for Aston Villa. And that win, again, a perfect segue, Ian, into my bonkers bet, baby. The thing that secured profit for all of us on this weekend. 
was my bonkers bet to where I went to Aston Villa and said, do not worry about that loss to Newcastle. This is a damn good team, and they are going to win big here. If you go back and watch what I said last episode, I said they're going to score two, three, four goals here, and they did just that. But how we approached it was we took Aston Villa over one and a half goals team total in the first half at plus 350 on points bet. That hit in the first half of the first half here, Ian, to secure profit and give me another Pretty solid three and two showing in the match day two of the EPL. Buckets, I absolutely love you for that. Congratulations on hitting the bonkers. There's no better feeling than hitting a, a nice long shot like that. And it did rescue profit for our show. And we needed it because I actually missed my WTF bet this weekend. It was another long shot. It was plus 400 on points bet James Madison to have over. So 55 or over passes in that game. It was Tottenham Hotspur against Manchester United. Tottenham won by two goals to nil. James Madison had 44 passes in that game. So we were quite far away from the 55, but it was close enough. He had 44 from the 428 that Tottenham had in that game. And Tottenham dominated possession, 56% possession. We predicted that one right there, but to only have 44 passes in the game was a disappointment. I'm going to say something really important here. Casemiro was marking James Madison in this game. He had a phenomenal game. Manchester United were good in the first half. And James Madison just couldn't get up to scratch. He couldn't get on the ball. It was difficult for him to get on the ball. You have to be very careful when you're playing these player prop bets, Buckets. Plus 400, it was a long shot regardless. But it was a nice weekend for us, Buckets. Congratulations. How did you feel after hitting the bonkers? Uh, if I'm being completely honest, I slept through the bonkers. I woke up about half an hour into that game and I saw, oh, they have two goals already. <laughs> so felt great waking up to that, but uh, missed it in the moment. But I saw plenty of tweets and plenty of people saying stoppage time made me money. Thank you, Buckets. And I just pretended like I knew what the hell was going on at that point. But it felt good, man, to see it when I did wake up. I knew you... Um hit your bonkers bet because people were tweeting at me saying, Joy Pauline, you're absolutely ridiculous. You hit your crazy bet again. I was like, yo, what? <laughs> I, I was watching Tottenham. I, it didn't hit. And uh, of course, people were confusing which one of us actually made that bet. It was, of course, John Bucket Timer because he is buckets full of money. Episode 88 of Stoppage Time was in profit once again. After going 5-0, and I was brought back down to earth with a 2-3 and three for match day two of the English Premier League. Buckets ends the weekend with a 3-2. and two. He's in profit once again. Plus 380 pushed the show well into profit. So good job, John Bucket Timer. And over, over the opening two match days, Buckets, correct me if I'm wrong here, I am 7-3. and three. You are six and four. So the show is currently sitting at a mega 13 and seven through the first two match days. You are correct. 13 and seven. And don't forget, there's a plus 500 and a plus 380 in there as well. So we're doing a lot of plus odds bets here because we love those so much. But that's going to make those numbers look even better there in the end, Ian. Yeah, I was waiting for Yoshi and producer Rob to send us the updated list Ooh, yeah. from all the crazy stats, where we're at with the units. We'll try to get it for tomorrow's show in particular, but it's 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 hard not to love what we do, Buckets, right? I mean, this was another great match day. It's awesome watching these games, and it's an even better feeling when we're producing winners like we are for our loyal listeners out there. 13-7 and seven through the first two match days. It's insane. And I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but these are supposed to be the difficult weeks of the Premier League, the ones where you're struggling to figure out what teams are going to perform, who's going to gel together, what the hell's going on. And we're crushing it in the hard week. So hopefully we can keep that going. When we can now look at match history and say Manchester United has done this in 10 of their last 10 games and kind of build upon stats like that. 
we just got to produce profit every game. That's got to be the target. That's got to be the goal. Um, but not only was it episode number 88 that we did well in, if you listen to number 87, which was our Bundesliga preview show, <laughs> match day one was coming back and it came back in a very big way. Myself and John Buckettimer went through every single fixture of match day one in the Bundesliga. We gave a scoreline prediction. And we also gave a goal scorer that we thought was going to score in that game. John Bucketheimer, uh, Bayern Munich won by four goals to nil. Leroy Zane scored two goals in that game. Harry Kane got his first Bundesliga goal in the 74th minute. Wherefore, Tell made it 4-0 to Bayern Munich. I predicted a scoreline of four goals to one. I got the four right there, Buckets. I also had... Harry Kane to score, and I put a little wager on Thomas Muller to provide an assist, which he did do. John Bucketheimer, how did you do? We did the exact same thing. I was on Bayern Munich to win 4-1. to one. I was surprised to see them keep a clean sheet, honestly. I'm happy about it. Werder Bremen did have a goal called back early in that game, so we were almost spot on there. But I kind of was the same on you on this. I had Kane to score. The Mueller was a nice addition. I saw a couple people tweet at you with that, but a good first yep. start for Bayern Munich. Uh, this one I can't wait, and I couldn't wait all weekend to actually talk to you about because um, you got the draw right, but you were just unluckily a lot wrong with the scoreline prediction here. Augsburg 4, Borussia Mönchengladbach 4. I'm not even going to go through all the scorers. I had 2-2, two, two, and I thought Alessand Player was going to score for Borussia Mönchengladbach. He did not score. I did predict the draw. I did predict there would be goals in this game. John Bucket Timer, how did you do? I did predict the draw. Let's start with that. I said this game would be nil-nil. Take under 0.5 goals in this game. It actually ended up hitting over seven and a half. But Ian, I don't know if you saw this ticket. Somebody on Twitter posted a bet because he goes, I don't know what I'm doing, but I like the draw. It was correct score. Nil-nil, 1-1, 2-2, or 3-3 was the bet. <gasps> Cut off at 3-3. And so he messaged wow. after. He's like, I should have just done draw. And I'm like, it's easy to say that now, but that's that's a funny loss. It's heartbreaking, I know, but draw was the right call here. That was good by us. It was 3-3 in the halftime break. Was it? Right? Yeah, it was 3-3 at halftime. Rex, Rex Bajai scored 29 minutes. Ball yeah, scored 41. It was. Michael scored 45 plus 7. And then we had uh, Itakura. Then we had Kvankara, 27. Ngomu, 37. It was 3-3 at halftime. And he had it all the way through to the 76th minute. And then we got two late goals, including an extremely late equalizer in the 97th minute uh, for Gladbach. Let's move on to the next game. It was Leverkusen, the game we thought was going to be the game of the weekend. It didn't disappoint. Leverkusen against Leipzig. Leverkusen won by three goals to two. Frimpong, Ta and Florian Wirt scored. Danny Olmo and Openda got his first Bundesliga goal for Leipzig. And... Um, I actually hit the win here because I actually predicted that Leverkusen were going to win this game. I predicted 2-1 instead of the 3-2. Um, I also thought that Boniface would get a goal. He didn't. He got an assist in that game. How'd you do, Buckets? I did well as well. Not quite as good there because I was on a 2-2 draw here. I was also on a Boniface goal, which did not happen. But I was on a Luis Openda goal, which did happen there as he made his debut for Leipzig. And I saw a ton of tickets of people taking both teams to score and over two and a half goals in based on our sheets here. So we saw a lot of people cash from this game. You're going to like this one. The scoreline was 2-1, Freiburg 2, Hoffenheim 1. Away from home, Freiburg 1. Um, I predicted it, and I have a feeling you had the scoreline as well. I had this one exactly correct. I was on Freiburg to win this one, 2-1, two to one, <laughs> which did happen there. And again, people taking the information. Both teams to score, over two and a half, Freiburg money line. A correct score to one if you wanted. So much you can pull from these conversations, Ian. 
The next one is really interesting because we both predicted that Alex Nubel would have a clean sheet in his game, and he did do against Bochum, but Stuttgart won by five goals to nil. I never saw this result coming. Um, I did predict that Jurassi would score. He actually scored two goals in this game. Uh, Mvumpa scored also two, and Zagaru scored one. Um, how did you get on? You were a bit closer with your prediction. A bit closer. I was on two nil here. I was also on Jurassi to score, which was nice here. But man, I watched this game because I wanted to see how Bochum would do and what I thought would be kind of a relegation season for them. They looked dreadful. I think only a single shot on target, if I'm not mistaken. It was a tough, tough watch for Bochum fans. Yeah, one save from Alex Nubel is all he needed in this game. I'll break down his stats a little bit later on when we get to our individual questions. Wolfsburg 2, Heidenheim, the new boys in the Bundesliga, nil. Well done, John Bucketsheimer. You got the score absolutely spot on here. And you also said... I don't think that Heidenham will score what I criticized because I thought Tim Kleindienst would get a goal. He scored 25 in the second Bundesliga. So I predicted Wolfsburg 4, Heidenheim 2, but you got the score absolutely spot on. That I did. And I went back and checked and that correct score prediction was plus 850 on points bet if you did have a little bit of fun with any of those exacto type score things. But Heidenheim looked dangerous and they probably should have had one in here if I'm being honest. 14 shots in that game for Heidenheim. Only a single one on target, though, is the issue. So they're lacking some clinicalness there in that final third. But clean sheet for Wolfsburg, exactly what I wanted. Borussia Dortmund won their game very late on. Oh. Daniel Malin scored in the 88th minute to win the game 1-0 against Cologne. I thought this one would have both teams scoring and a high win for Borussia Dortmund. I thought Alain would get on the score sheet. It didn't quite happen for him. I had a 5-2 prediction here, Buckets. What did you have? I was a little bit less, but still pretty far off. I was on 3-1 here, a Dortmund victory. Was expecting both teams to score. Was expecting a high-scoring go- or you know campaign here. But Dortmund looked kind of rough. Really had difficultness yep. getting the ball you know anywhere near the net here. Only a single, maybe two shots on target in that game. But they did get the victory, which matters. I was also on Sebastian Haller goal. No luck there yet. That's what happens when you shit the bed and you give the Bundesliga away in the last match day. Oh, buckets. Yeah. You come back and your fans are expecting, demanding, and it's not easy to produce once again. But congratulations to Borussia Dortmund. They get the victory in the three points thanks to Donja Malin. We move to Sunday's games. It was Union Berlin against Mainz. Union Berlin won, won by four goals to one. Berens scored a hat-trick in the first minute, the ninth minute, and the 70th minute. All three goals were a header. Buckets, I had Union Berlin two Mine's two. It did not hit. What did you have? I was on 1-1 one, one draw, and Barons is a guy I got to keep an eye on, apparently. Three goals, hat-trick, all doing the exact same method is impressive, and Union Berlin is looking to continue their home dominance that we saw last year. Very impressive with Berlin here. Pretty cool story after the game because Barons scored a hat-trick for Union Berlin. He then, after the game, got on his bicycle and rode home. Oh, that is a cool story. Saving the planet. I love to hear it. <laughs> Frankfurt won. Darmstadt oh. nil. I went for Kola uh, Moani to get on the score sheet, which I hit. But Frankfurt three, Darmstadt one was my prediction. I was on 4-1 here. Also with Kola Moani, and we kind of touched on maybe look at him for a brace or multiple goals here. It did not happen. Frankfurt at home. There's such a high demand there like Dortmund. They got the win, which is what matters, but a sloppy win nonetheless. Let's get to our questions from match day one, because I did pose a few questions to you, John Bucketsheimer. I said, is there any one player that you think might score more than one goal this weekend? Which one was it you went for? I went for Aller. He did not. I went for Harry Kane. He also did not. I got one letter off. I should have said Sané, and I would have been perfect there. 
The Harry Kane one was an interesting one because he had an assist in that game four minutes into his Bundesliga debut, then had to wait 70 minutes before he eventually got his Bundesliga goal. But he's chasing that Bundesliga record, I'm oh. telling you. The record's sitting at 41 right now that Lewandowski broke Gerd Müller's record, which lasted for centuries. Um, I think Harry Kane has a chance of breaking it this year. I'm just going to throw it out there. Uh, which player were you looking at to have an assist this weekend? I went for Thomas Muller. He came off the bench and he provided an assist in the 90th minute for Leroy Zani. So good luck and congratulations to everybody out there who tailed me on that one. I'm trying to remember. Do you remember who I had for an assist on this one? No, but we can move on. If Let's you move on. Remember. I can't remember who I had. <laughs> I think I just backed uh, your Mueller on that one. You're fine. Uh, the goalkeeper to have a clean sheet. We both got this one right because we predicted that Alex Nubel would have a clean sheet against Bochum for Stuttgart. He's on loan from Bayern Munich. Therefore, I believe, Buckets, you also went for Nubel, correct? Yep, I did. Got it back to Bayern, boys. Played 90 minutes. And as I mentioned earlier on, the 26-year-old had one save in the game. Didn't have much yeah. to do. Yeah, not really much at all. And I think that's going to be not a really a trend with him because there are better attacks, obviously, than Bochum. But definitely a guy you want to keep an eye on for maybe some low-scoring games in the future. Well, you know, in uh, honor of our good friend Eric Gunnarsson, let's get the fucking move on here and turn our attention to the Tuesday twos. It wouldn't be our show stoppage time if we didn't get a prediction or two from my man, John Bucketsheimer. Buckets, oh. Tuesday, we got some games. We're going to have another show on Tuesday, everybody, where he will also provide some picks for Thursday and, sorry, Wednesday's games. But Tuesday twos is becoming a bit of a trend here, Buckets. So give me your first one. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Tuesday twos, and we're going to start off by betting a team that we have now cashed on three times already here on Stoppage Time, our favorite Polish club that I totally can pronounce perfectly every time. Rakow Szczytowa will be playing against Copenhagen in the Champions League qual Thank you. <clears throat> in the Champions League qualifiers tomorrow afternoon. If you remember why we bet this club, it's because they don't lose when they play at home. Rakow has lost three games at home in the last three years of competitive play. We saw them beat Karabag and Aris Limassol already in the Champions League qualifiers, and now they're probably going to do the same to Copenhagen. However, I'm not going to take the money line here. Instead, I'm going to be taking both teams to score, currently sitting at minus 115. Because while Rakow is winning at home, they're not really a team that plays much defense at home. In that first leg against Karabag, we saw them win 3-2. We saw them win at home against Aris 2-1. And in their last two domestic games in the Polish Extralax, blah, 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 blah. We saw them hit both teams to score in both of those games as well. Copenhagen is a violently attacking team who has scored in nine of their last 10 matches, and I'm expecting this to be a high-scoring affair. So I'm going with both teams to score, sitting at minus 115 over on points betting. I have nothing to add to this except that I'm going to blind tell you here because your next bet when I saw it drove me a little crazy. So take it away, Buckets. Yeah, I know that a lot of people are going to say, Buckets, minus 115. Where's the sexy plus numbers? Where's the Ian Joy numbers that we've all come to love so much? I got you. I'm looking at the matchup between Rangers and PSV Eindhoven, also in the Champions League qualifiers. And I'm going with a bet that in my 88 episodes of Stoppage Time, I have never once given out on the show here, Ian. I am going for this match to end in a draw. It is currently at plus 270, and this is a very hard thing for me to bet because I want to bet on goals. I want to bet on beautiful 90-plus-minute stoppage time winners. I want to bet on action. But I really think that a draw is a good shout here, especially at plus 270 over on points bet. Now, Rangers are obviously a tough team to beat when they play at home. This is a team that you know takes a lot of pride in winning in front of their home fans, but they're not starting off this season great. We've already seen them concede to Servette in the last round, and Servette is a much worse team than PSV Eindhoven. 
PSV are a minus 200 to qualify from this two-leg tie, which means to me, PSV is probably going to be happy with a 1-1 or a 2-2 draw here in the first leg because they know they get to take this back to their home fan or home stadium over to the Netherlands to take care of business. Meanwhile, Rangers being kind of a rare underdog, probably are going to be okay scoring one or two here and trying to tighten things down in the back to play for an, you know, 1-0, 2-1. They'd like to be ahead here, but I just don't see it happening. 1-1 or 2-2, I think it draws a real possibility here, Ian. It takes a very brave man to make a bet like this, and I appreciate buckets after the bonkers hitting this weekend. Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? <laughs> Let me remind you that these two teams also competed in Champions League qualifiers last year, and the results went this way. Rangers 2, PSV 2 in the home fixture. Everybody was expecting PSV to go back home and win the second leg. They didn't. Rangers won by a goal to nil and eventually went on and got their asses spanked in the group stage. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to this game because PSV are a very good side. Serginho Des just signed for PSV. More on Tuesday's shows about the latest news and transfers. But Buckets, I absolutely love that bet. I think that's a great hit and a great opportunity. Rangers need to obviously put a great performance with a new team. And Michael Beal has a bit of experience now. I'm excited to see how this one plays out. So congratulations. Buckets, there you have it. A rapid recap show. We did that very quick indeed. You thought we were going to struggle this week, but... I can make it happen when I want to, and I'm watching my <laughs> clock count down. So I was actually going off my clock here because some people out there, they only want to run for 25 minutes. They only drive or they make a commute to work in 30 minutes. They don't have an hour. Some of our betters, some of our loyal listeners have said that. Ian Buckets, I don't have time to listen to the whole show. So could you get your boys to put stamps on the fucking YouTube so that we know where to get the fucking bets from? Shout out to Eric Gunnarsson. Buckets, great show as always, man. Appreciate you. It's been a great weekend. And um, I'm really looking forward to how you do with your bets, including that Rangers game, because I really believe you have a big chance there. Episode 88 was pretty good. You had a fantastic weekend, but episode 89 is now in the books. Will John Buckets, I'm going to keep that winning run going. Buckets, another great show from us. Yeah, another great show. And of course, we're going to keep this run of profit going because the blonde bobshell is here, Ian. As long as unicorn. I'm rocking that nickname, oh, the unicorn blonde, the blonde unicorn bombshell, whatever the hell I'm at this point, I'm just excited to be sharing the love of footy with everybody here. We've got a big week ahead of us, a lot of really good matchups, and then just a couple days ahead, Ian, I don't know if you know this, my birthday is coming up this weekend, so it's only going to get better moving forward. A unicorn never lets us know when his birthday is. When is your birthday bucket so that we can let the loyal listeners send you a message as well? Which day of this week? It is going to be Saturday, August 26th. Oh, when you cash your bonkers bet the next weekend. All right, John Bucketsheimer. Back again on Tuesday with Buckets. We have a full news and transfers update. Plus, we'll have another look ahead to what is going to happen in Germany. A Bundesliga match day two predictions. Buckets will also provide a couple of bets for the midweek games that are coming up as well. Um, if For those who really desire to place a wager uh, on a Wednesday, John Bucketsheimer will not let you down. Then on Thursday, I'll be back in studio with the Points Bet crew in New York City. Um, Buckets, of course, uh, we got to give a shout out to our loyal listeners for what they're doing, for liking, subscribing, for following, for listening, for watching, because we are seeing the numbers getting bigger and bigger. You sent me a message. The last episode did all right. It didn't do too bad. If Rob was here, I'm sure he'd be raving about all the impressions we're getting here on the show, whatever that means, Ian. But episode 88 was our second most viewed episode in stoppage time history. In 89 episodes, that was our second most viewed. So thank you, everybody, for the continued love and support. 
they keep coming back for the profit. They're here for the entertainment, but they keep coming back for the profit. Thank you, everybody, for all your wonderful messages tomorrow on Tuesday's show that will drop, obviously, on Tuesday night. I'll try to get some of the loyal listeners' comments out there on the podcast platform. There was some interesting one. A lot of love for Buckets for some reason. Oh. I can no longer find his massive forehead comment on there anywhere. <laughs> it's nowhere to be seen. Uh, but also on social media, YouTube in particular, a lot of superb comments. We appreciate everybody who's liking, following, sharing the show. Yeah, we want to continue to break the the, the barriers here with points bet, our partners. Stoppage time is only just beginning, and what we are seeing is excellent numbers and improvement since the domestic leagues has returned. But we're just getting started here, John Buckettheimer. I'll see you again tomorrow, buddy. Thank you, everybody, for what you have done on episode 88 and all the previous 89 episodes. Without you, we wouldn't be here. We appreciate everything you do. Um, again, enjoy the show. It's a recap, a rapid recap, Tuesday, news, transfers, and some bets from John Buckethimer. Plus, we'll have a good look at match day two in the Bundesliga. Thanks to everybody for watching, listening, following, liking, subscribing, and betting with us here. We appreciate you. As everybody needs to do, as my good friend, the unicorn John Buckethimer did do this weekend, make sure you absolutely have it. Oh.